Welcome to the Unlock Your Mind podcast, where traditional beliefs are challenged, fears are confronted, and dreams are brought back to life. I'm your host, Derek J. Love. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm your host, Derek J. Love. So, on my last episode, I was talking about credit, and I got a lot of responses from that. And one of the questions that that was a, that was a pretty consistent question that I got was, "What happens when you ruin your credit?" <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you about that. I uh, was a credit junkie for a while, and meaning I went out and accumulated debt just to maintain my credit score, right? And uh, I was not in a position to lose it. And so life happened. I lost the property to foreclosure um, due to some very stupid decisions that I'd made. And uh, my credit, consequently, was ruined, I mean, ruined. I went from the high 700s down to the mid 500s. It was really bad. I was in shock. I was emotionally distressed. And I'm not sure if it had anything to do with it, but that's around the same time I had a brain aneurysm. (laughs) I nearly died over finances and the stress that was associated with it. Because all I had known was you got to have good credit to use other people's money. I mean, I, I can talk about that all day long. I Actually, I wrote a book about it. It's called Unlock Your Mind, Unlock Your Money, where I tell that story about the stupid stuff that I did. But to to answer this question, and we'll talk about it a little bit more, but what happens when you ruin your credit? Well, several things happen. Number one, it makes it harder for you to get financing. Um, banks tend to, uh, they will pimp you and make you pay more interest if they do choose to finance things for you. So it's going to cost you instead of being able to acquire something from a bank. Say, let's just say you want to buy a car. The car costs $15,000. So a person that has good credit, they may get that car at an interest rate of 2.99. And a person that has bad credit or not so good credit, they will get that same car for an interest rate of 14.99. That's a huge difference. You're talking about maybe an extra 100, 150 bucks a month in in car payment. It's ridiculous. So that, there's a huge cost to that. So that's one of the things. Your interest rate is going to be impacted by your credit score. Um, and as I talked about on the last episode, the score is basically a, a indication of your credibility. So that that is what's going to happen. That's one of the things that's going to happen. The second thing that's going to happen is you're going to get treated a little different because, again, of your credit score that they're going to look at as an indication of you as a person. Unfortunately, they're not going to see you as a person. They're not going to see that you change your ways. All they're going to see is the credit score and they will make their decisions based on that. So when you when you get into a situation where you have ruined your credit score, you have a couple options. One is to do like I did. I said, well, hey, listen, I'm not going to depend on this stuff anymore anyway. So everything that I need to buy, I'm just going to save up for it and buy it with cash. There's a novel idea. Welcome to America. We're saving for things and buying cash for them has died. But that's what I chose to do. So from that point on, as I started to rebuild my life after the, the collapse of it, as I knew it, 
I started buying things in cash. And so if I didn't have the cash for it, I just didn't get it. I can buy food with cash. I can buy clothing with cash. And people buy cars with cash money. Actually, people even buy homes with cash money. I know, I know that's not, a, not something that you think about a lot, but it happens all the time. So one of the other things that happens, though, when you, when you ruin your credit is it erodes trust because people are not, um, they, they don't trust you as much, again, because they, they, they look at you did not keep your promises. And what happens when trust is eroded? Let's think about that outside of the, the scheme of money. Let's think about that in relationships. You've had a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife. And, you know, how do you feel when you can't trust them? Let's think about that for a minute. It's a terrible feeling. When you can't trust someone, when you're paranoid based on their history and they've done something to violate your trust, how do you feel? So, as you think about that, that's how someone else feels when you have violated their trust. When you did not keep your promise. You did not keep your commitment. So the same feeling that you would feel in a relationship, that's how other people feel when it's you. So let that marinate. It erodes trust when you have messed up your credit. So how do you get it back? Glad you asked. I figured you was coming. You was going to ask that. I knew it was coming. Just So you have to slowly work your way back and prove and prove that you are worthy of having that trust. Same thing in a relationship. It's going to take some time. Just like, you know, you, you didn't get in this mess overnight. You're not going to get out of it overnight. But you have to do the things necessary to slowly start rebuilding that trust with people in relationships and rebuilding that trust with banks and lending institutions. It, they can tell you how trustworthy you are because, again, they're going to report it to the credit bureaus. So, again, if you have borrowed something from someone, no matter how small it is, no matter how long ago it was, pay it back. It does more for you than for them. One, it increases your credibility. It says to the person that, okay, whatever happened, I'm not really sure what happened, but you honored your word, you kept your commitment, and for that, I'll give you grace. I may even be willing to extend um, some credit to you in the future because you've kept your word. When you write it off and, and act as if it doesn't exist, then that's how they're going to treat you. They're going to write you off and act like you don't exist because you didn't keep your word. So we want to make sure that we do that. We have to. That's a process, though. That's not going to happen overnight. And I know as a financial coach, I, I do seminars and things like that. And people always ask me afterwards. So, how, you know, how do I how do I fix my credit? And and I was thinking about using one of these credit repair companies and, and all these things. And like, well, you, that's a that's a waste of money because it it doesn't solve the problem. It's a it's a Band-Aid on a laceration. It does not fix the problem. It just it's it's a temporary fix. But the root 
cause of it is you. It's the person that you see when you look in the mirror in the morning. You are the problem and you are the only one that can fix it. A, a, a credit repair company, they're going to send out a bunch of letters and they're going to try to erase your history. That that doesn't work. It may work short term, but if you haven't changed your behaviors, it doesn't matter. Because you, you, all you're going to do is go create the same situation all over again. You're going to get your credit score boosted up and then go get back in debt and then not pay the people. I mean, are you going to repeat this cycle all your life? I mean, come on. You have to change your behavior. You cannot... Get, there is no get rich quick, no magic pill to restore your credit or restore your trust. It's something that you as an individual have to do to regain the confidence and the trust of whomever it is that you're trying to get that from. Whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in a financial situation, I've lost the property to foreclosure. You know, I told you about that. And I had to work my butt off to get back in position. Does that mean that, you know, I, my, I told you my credit score was down at the five fifties. I think the lowest it got. And I didn't even care anymore. It's like, whatever, I, I, I can't pay you. I'm not going to pay you. Whatever, dude, I don't, I don't care. But that's not a way to live. And you know what I did when I got the resources, every last one of those people that I owed money to, I paid them. It didn't, it, cause it wasn't about the lack of funds anymore. It was about my integrity. I borrowed something from you. I'm going to pay you back. Period. And and over time, I built and rebuilt my trust or their trust in me so that now I can I can go and borrow whatever I want. I'm not because I don't want to be a slave and, you know, we'll, we'll deal with that later. But I'm saying it's a process, people. You have to regain that trust. You have to show that I, my, my ways have changed. My behavior has changed. I have changed. I'm not the same person I used to be. Yes, I've made a mistake. We all make mistakes. I've done it myself. So we're all going to make mistakes. So that that isn't the issue. The issue is what are we going to do to fix it? I need you to show me that you have acknowledged what you did and you're you're going to do better. Again, that's those that's what happens when you ruin your credit. You have to now work to show me and prove to me that you're going to do better this time. And then I may be willing to extend you credit. So. Those are a couple things that happens when you ruin your credit. But the the beautiful thing that that happened for me after, you know, my credit ruinization, I just made that up. I don't know. Sounds goofy now. Anyway, I've said it. I went on a mission to never get in that situation again to where I was dependent on credit to live. I just, I refuse. I refuse to be in that position. So it made me change my habits and my the way that I approach finances. I had to actually start saving some money. I, you know, one of the episodes I've done, I talked about the habit, developing a habit of saving. Like that, that really, that was one of the, the good things that happened out of me ruining my credit. I realized that I need to have some real money instead of fake money on credit cards or my name of credit and worshiping this credit score god uh I didn't want to I didn't want to serve that no more so I made some different decisions I it's like okay well, listen I, if I can't buy it I'm just I just won't have it I learned this word that's um it's cross cultural but you know we say it I say it in English and it sounds just like yeah but when I say it in Spanish it has a little little extra kick to it you want to know what it is it's called no now you hear it, no like okay no but when you say it in Spanish, it's no. 
And so that's how I do when I see something that I want, but I don't have the resources to, to buy it. That's what I hear in my, no, no. You know, so you see how you see it, it sounds different, has a little different feel to it. So that's what I want you to hear. When you see something that you want to buy that you don't have the money for, I want you to hear my voice. That's dang, no. You know, I want you to hear, no. Derek Love, yeah, I'm, I'm unlocking your mind right now. No. Remember how I say you got to roll the in. I don't, I don't really know if you do that really in Spanish. Um, anyway, and whatever it is, it's you know, no. You know, I, say it with an accent. Say it with some passion. No, I'm not buying that. No, I'm not going out to dinner with y'all and and spending a hundred dollars when I only have a hundred dollars. I'm no. You see, see how see how that feels. It feels different, and you get you regain power. And over time, your credit will be restored because you, you're not serving credit anymore. That's what happened with me when I'm not I wasn't doing what I was doing to maintain a credit score. Then all of a sudden, again, the banks, you know, you ever went to a bank and saw them selling anything? They don't sell sandwiches. They don't sell shoes. What do banks sell? What's their product? Debt. They make their profit off of loaning you money. So they they value you having good credit because that's how they make money. They value you more when you have bad credit, but just just enough to where they'll take a chance. But it's going to cost you more. They make more profit that way. I'm trying to get you in position where you're not depending on the bank. to You're not feeding the bank machine. They got plenty of money. They don't need your money. We're going to take your money out of their hands. But we want to pay. If you owe them, pay them. That's if you don't get nothing else from this from this episode. If you owe somebody, pay them back. It does more for you than them. And by default, it will open up opportunities for them to maybe consider extending you credit if for whatever reason you need it. And going to borrow money is is uh, it's forbidden. If at all possible. Now, there may be some occasion where it's just you just have to. But for the most part, we want to make that such an extremely rare occasion to where we don't we're not even thinking about bar. That's not even an option because you're 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 putting yourself into bondage. And I won't I won't I won't get into that too much because, you know, I'm going to do a, a whole show on that later. But but for now, I want you to remember. Ruined credit does not mean you have a ruined life. It just means you have to change the way you do your finances. You have to prioritize saving. You have to be focused on re- repaying that which you have borrowed, regardless of who it was from, how long ago it was. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to tell you, it's magic that happens when you get focused like that. Your credibility and your credit will be restored and the benefits of that will far outweigh the benefits of you saying, I'm going to keep my money. I ain't paying them nothing. It just, oh, well, I just got bad credit. It ain't worth it. I'm trying to tell you it's not worth it. You'll sleep better when you have done what you committed to doing. And more opportunities will come your way. Again, like I said, uh, in, in a, another episode I did, I talked about how many how many people miss out on opportunities because of their reputation and their credibility or lack thereof. So, hey, I hope you learned something from this episode. I'm really passionate about this kind of stuff because I I used to be on the other end of it 
And I had that mentality of hey, whatever, I, yeah, whatever, I, I can't pay you. I ain't going to pay you back and whatever, dude. Um, and that's not that's not a good position to be. And so I've learned from the error of my ways. And I hope that in this exchange, in this conversation that we've just had, that you, too, will self-correct when it comes to credit. I ruined it. So how do I restore it? How do I get it back? And so. Again, if you have anything specific that you would like me to address when it comes to credit or, or really anything else financial, I want to hear from you. Give me a call. My number is 832-721-2251. If this episode has challenged you or, or given you a new perspective, I also want to hear from you. I love feedback. That's why I'm doing this. Again, this show is for you. So I want to hear from you if it was impactful if it was confusing, let me know. Until next time, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Unlock Your Mind podcast. I hope you found some value in listening today. I pray you would share this episode. Share the love. Become a part of the Unlock Your Mind family. We're all in this together, changing the way we think so that we can change our financial future. If this episode challenged you or inspired you or made you want to do something different, I want to hear about it. You can email me. It's Derek at DerekJLove.com. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K at DerekJLove.com. Or if you want to do something a little quicker, leave me a voicemail. You can reach me at 832-721-2251. And remember, if you can unlock your mind, you can unlock your money. So start now. Start living the life you love and loving the life you live. Thank you for tuning in to the Unlock Your Mind podcast. Follow Derek J. Love on all social media platforms at Derek J. Love. Derek J. Love is a financial coach, a public speaker, author, and real estate broker. To bring Derek to speak at your function or corporate event, contact him at 832-721-2251. That's 832-721-2251.